This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Voted Best Insurance Agent in DFW by D Magazine. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And guess what, guys? It's that time of year. You've just wrapped up the school year. Congratulations. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> but what goes along with that is we now have 12 weeks of summer to keep our families entertained. Nellie, help! Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm relieved because I feel like I just graduated from eighth grade. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, thank you. by the thank way. You. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of looking forward to a break. <laughs> but yeah, we have a ton of ideas uh, about what to do, how to entertain yourselves this summer while your kids are being entertained, and how to make it a productive one as well. A productive summer. That's the key word here. It really is because <laughs> you really don't want to be shell-shocked come August, late August, when your kids are going back to school, they're not prepared. They haven't done their book reports. You've accomplished nothing that you said you were going to do that summer. So we have a lot of tips for you guys about how to make it a fun and productive summer. So guys, we've gathered a lot of ideas that we want to share with you, ways to keep your kids entertained and for you to have a fun summer as well. And we're going to talk about things like going to museums, going to the pool, traveling, keeping up with your writing skills. Interesting camps for your kids that you never thought of. Malaria. <laughs> There's more on that coming up. <laughs> and we've got so much more to share with you. But before that, our good friend Kathy Wall from Kathy Wall State Farm Agency with crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities. I got a crazy story for you. I got a call at 2.30 in the morning. My client heard a huge noise, woke up, and discovered a car in the middle of her living room. Turns out that the police were chasing someone. The Emmy went airborne and it landed in the middle of her living room. We came over, boarded her up, took care of the claim, made sure she was okay. Uh, by 6 o'clock, everything in the morning was done. And this is what I do for a living, is making sure our clients are taken care of. I'm the one that you can call at 2.30 in the morning if you happen to find a car in your living room. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. Thank you, Kathy. We're back and we're talking about fun and productive summers. Martha, Give us some of your ideas. <laughs> Having fun and being productive, those two words don't usually go together, in my opinion. <laughs> but <laughs> some of the ideas I could think of is have your kids read and definitely take them to the University Park Public Library. There's so much going on there. They have great things for teens, great things for younger people, great things for adults. But you can also reserve books online, which is really neat through their app. And so be sure to get the app. Well, and I like what you're saying about that, the book report, because everybody has to do one, right? And mm -hmm. you, we have two children going into high school, you and I. And, you know, so it gets a little harder, like my son's reading Of Mice and Men now. 
So I'm going to be honest. I got the cliff notes. <laughs> and I had him read them because I thought then when he read the book, it wasn't as a substitute for the book, but I thought if he read those, he would understand the themes. Right. It could help that are fill going in the blanks on. a little bit as yeah. he's going. That's a good idea. And it's not just about a dead mouse in the guy's pocket. It's about <laughs> when So we did that. And then I am a big front loader. I don't know about you, but I was like this as a student too. Okay. And with my son having learning difference, I've always taught him to front load. So my idea of the book report for summer is everybody wants to just do nothing the second they get out of school. Mm -hmm. I make him do it in June. I think that's great. You're very on it, though. Well, no, I just make him do it because I feel like then he has more free time. It's like, get it over with. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take that long if you do it. it's not hanging over your head the whole summer. And you're shoving it in the last week, you know? Right. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion. So they could sign up for a class maybe through SMU or the Highland Park always has a lot of camps and classes that they offer during the summertime. That way they can enrich their mind and learn something and also have fun with their friends and finding something that ties in with their interests. Like if they're interested in photography or I know your son's interested in video and he does Mm -hmm. a lot of video, taking a video class to help him improve his skills would be a good idea. Yeah. And a lot of those classes, like you said, those camps, they're day camps and they're like three hours. So it's not like they don't get to have fun. They'll go to a day camp for three hours, do something they enjoy or something that's going to help them in the following year. And then they still have their afternoon off and weekends off. So it's really not as torturous as it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like my kids to keep up with their writing skills over the summer. And something I'm going to have them do this summer is create a blog of their summer experiences and put pictures on there. And that way they don't know that they're working on their writing skills. They just think they're doing a fun blog, but it's my underhanded way of having them keep up with their writing skills. That's actually a great idea because mine was a little more primitive. My idea (laughs) for getting Charles to get used to writing book reports was I was going to have him read some articles and then say, now you have to write a summary of it. And I'm going to ask him specific questions because I feel like kids when they do short essay questions, kids that are like 14, let's say 12 to 16, they want to just write one line. And really, you have to elaborate on it. Yes. And I just want him to get into that habit. And that's something I noticed he really needed this year. Mm -hmm. But also, I just feel like you got to prep your kids for things. So to me, speech and debate. I told you that Mm -hmm. once before. I think speech and debate camp every kid should go to. Because you know what? A lot of them don't want to do it during the school year. But, you know, they go to a camp for one week and they stand up and they have to get used to speaking in front of a crowd or debating a topic. And it still goes on your resume just because you did it in the summer and you're doing it for a week or two. Yeah, I think that's an excellent suggestion. Everyone needs confidence in speaking in front of people. It's a skill that everyone should develop. Yeah. But back to the blog. I was thinking in terms of them telling stories of their adventures of traveling and their vacations. I thought that would make it more fun. And I know you always do a really good job of when you travel, you incorporate some enrichments. Like I've heard you talk about the Italian camp and what have you got going on this year when you travel? Well, this summer, we're just going to the Hamptons for five weeks. We're not going to Italy this summer, which is a little bit sad to me. But Charles got an internship this summer. So we're going to L.A. for that. Oh, wow. Tell me about the internship. That's cool. Well, you know, he likes making videos and films, et cetera. And so over New Year's, we were in Palm Springs with some friends. And none of my L.A. friends have kids. They're either single or married with no children and have dogs. So, (laughs) So it was these families and us. So <laughs> Charles was with us. And he ended up showing a lot of his videos to them. And one of my friends is a director for the Food Network. And the other is the head of development for NBC Universal. And they both loved his videos. And they were like, you're really good at this. The director said, do you want to do an internship for me this summer? And I thought that would be great. You know, so I have to take him to LA and do that. And I can work while I'm there. So it should be fun. But normally we do Italy back to just my Italy camp idea. I've mentioned this before, but 
When you think about the money you spend sending your kids to camp, because it is not cheap, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have four kids and they send them off to camp for $5,000 a week or whatever it costs, you can go to camp in foreign countries for almost nothing. And last summer we were in Florence. So I just got an Airbnb and Charles was in camp in Florence. He would walk down the street five minutes to this beautiful building and have his classes. And then they took him on field trips. And, you know, I got to go to camp too. And and he learned Italian. Because Shelton does not have language till sophomore year of high school because a lot of kids there have dyslexia or processing issues. So they feel like that's like another language to throw into their wheelhouse. And Charles actually is really good with language and doesn't have those issues. He's got math issues coming out of his ears, but no language issues. So that's one of the reasons I did it, too, to give him a foundation in language. Right. Well, I love how you incorporate a vacation into learning. I think that's awesome. Or how I incorporate myself into camp in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need to take some pointers from you. (laughs) Well, another thing that I think is great to do during the summer is volunteer work. Mm -hmm. There's so many opportunities out there. And I know a lot of the kids, especially in high school and then when you're in National Charity League for the girls, you have a certain amount of hours that you need to fulfill anyways. So summertime is a really good time. You're not struggling with your schoolwork, keeping up with that, and trying to get your hours in. So volunteering is a really good way to fill your summer and do something for someone else. Yeah, I just found out from one of my friends. So we were talking about YMSL, which I'm doing this year with uh-huh. Charles. That's the equivalent of National Charity League for, for women. boys. For, for, yeah, exactly. This is for boys, yeah. And so I joined it because it's like moms and sons. I thought it would be a nice thing to do together. And then I was like, oh, God, that's going to be a lot of stuff to add on. I mean, it's high school and there's so much going on. He's got band. He's got track. He's got newspaper. He's got all kinds of other things going on. So I had just heard from a friend of mine that at our church, Christ the King, they can go to Bible camp, which is the very first week they get out of school. So it's before anybody goes away. And they can go and they get 12 hours of service hours. Oh, wow. Right off the bat. And you know Highland Park High School requires 15 hours, Uh and Shelton does too, 15 hours a year. So you've knocked out the entire thing in one week of Bible camp, which is probably four hours a day. Yeah, that's definitely worth it. And it's a great opportunity to work at the church. Yeah, I'm sure every church offers a Bible camp like that. I sent Charles to Bible camp once in Los Angeles. Did I ever tell you the story? How did that go? That doesn't seem like the place to go to Bible study. (laughs) We went went to L.A. and it was a school I wanted him to go to when we were moving back there. Uh We were here, then we moved back there, and then we moved here. So I thought, oh, let me look at the camps there. And I invited a friend of his, Luke, who lives here. And his friend in L.A. And so I was in charge of taking the kids to camp. And I said, you know, working moms, I got it now. I'm not working right now. I'll take them to camp. And so (laughs) Charles came out of that camp singing a song about malaria. Oh, my gosh. Um, It was the worst (laughs) camp ever. They did nothing but make little paper things and sing songs about malaria. (laughs) And he still knows the song. And the funny part was the L.A. kid was very anti-religion. Uh-huh. His Texas buddy was very religious. And right. like, I would be driving him in the car and they would be having <laughs> spiritual discussions. And, about malaria? You know, about, <laughs> about religion. And Charles was like, okay, okay, guys. <laughs> and then that song, M-A-L-A-R-I-A. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. Which they still remember. You could make a jazzy song about malaria. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and sing it for one week. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go with, I don't recommend taking your kid to LA for Bible camp. <laughs> You're probably going to have a better experience here in Dallas, Texas. Exactly. We are very pro-vacation Bible school here. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, we have a lot more to cover on great summer ideas for being productive and having a good time. We'll be right back. 
If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Now let's get back to fun and productive summer ideas. Martha, what else you got? Well, I wouldn't say it's fun, but how to be productive. If your kids happen to go away to sleepaway camp and they're gone for a week or two, how you can be productive is go through their closet and weed out all that crap that they've been hoarding all year long (laughs) that you've been asking them to get rid of and they won't do it all the extra clothes, all the extra school supplies, all that stuff that they don't need and go donate that stuff. That is a great idea. I actually (laughs) just went through all of Charles's stuff because I save memories, et cetera. But as the years go on, you kind of realize, oh, do I need all of his papers from seventh grade? No. And then I'll save like a couple stories that he wrote or something that's important, but like all the math paper? No. You don't need that. Like, what does that mean to you later on in life? If he wrote a book about his family, that's different. But I just did that too. (laughs) So, you know, just getting ready for summer and sort of the spring cleaning that we're finally doing in May. I like to take my kids to museums because you can learn so much there. And I always recommend doing the audio tour. That way you can hear about every item that you're checking out along the way. Yeah, I think that's actually great because you're right. Then they really know what they're looking at and they understand who the artist was or what the thought behind it was, which encourages them, too, to be a part of the arts. Yes. And again, have them write a report about it. Yes. Keeping up with those writing skills again. (laughs) I'll have them put that on the blog that I'm going to have them create. (laughs) Well, and the other thing is for the blog, they can also take pictures. And a lot of people don't realize you can take pictures in museums with no flash. And think about it, they're building their Instagram. I mean, this is what our kids are posting all year anyway. So now they've got cool pictures of themselves in front of a sculpture at the Nasher. Doing all the Instagram poses. Yes. I love it. Because that's what they do anyway. Yeah. And then they need to be sure and tag the museum so they can get the museum a little bit of PR on their page. Yes. So for us, another thing that's really, really important to me is Shelton offers summer school. I know a lot of kids go to summer school. Actually, a lot of the Shelton students go. In fact, they encourage it and kind of push it. And we never go because it's always in July and we're away. So what I do instead, and I worked it out with them, is I, again, front load, and we set up tutoring for the first three weeks of August before he starts school. So what I'll do is, especially writing and math, he'll have a tutor, teachers that he's had already at Shelton, and he goes in for like two hours here, two hours there to set him up for what's coming up in the next year. Oh, that's a good idea. When I was in college, I used to always take at least one class during the summer, usually one that was considered the hardest. That way I could lighten my load up during the school year and feel like I got a little ahead during the summer. So I'm a big fan of summer school, actually. It also makes you think of how they're supposed to pick their electives. And you realize If they can pick the fun electives, or if you're going to pick a hard one that you love, and then you're going to counter it with something that's not difficult at all. You know, like Charles is doing band as an elective, Mm because he's already been in band. So what's he going to (laughs) do? Sit there and get a free A. You know? (laughs) So that way, when he has to do something hard, like advanced English, he can handle it. Yeah. It's just a little less work all around. Mm -hmm. But okay, there's another great camp I know about is Shakespearean camp here in Dallas. I think Dallas has a camp for everything. And they're really inexpensive. It's downtown. I looked it up. Shakespearean camp. 
because <laughs> I thought it would be a good idea for him. <laughs> and it's a couple hours a day for a week, and you can do more than one week. And then they put on a play, which was really cool. They did Hamlet. Oh, wow. So yeah. I assume they have different themes that mm-hmm. you can choose from. Tell me some of the themes that they have. What, what do you mean? Like the theme as in which Shakespearean play? Is it broken up by play, probably? Yes, it's broken <laughs> up by play. And they do it in their own original way. And they kind of mod it up so that it's accessible to everybody. Uh-huh. And so that other kids can come and watch it and understand Hamlet. Oh, yeah. Or Romeo and Juliet. I love that. Because that stuff's hard to read. I mean, oh, yeah, they've got to read is. all that stuff. It's really hard to read. And then if you see your friends up there on stage doing it, that makes it a lot more interactive and a lot more fun. Yeah. And that's the thing. Downtown camps. Nobody thinks about that. Museum camps. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know about them in New York. I don't know about all the camps here at the museums, but I'm sure the Nasher has a weekly camp. I'm sure all those museums have that. Yeah. Fort Worth. Perot. Fort Worth Lady. I'm sure you know. And, you know, we've talked a lot about ideas for our kids, but what about us moms this summer? Oh, do we get time to ourselves this summer? I think so. I mean, <laughs> you know what it is? There's not as much of a schedule. So that means, let's be honest, a lot of people get up super early because they have to do 75 million things before their kid. So there's also time to sleep a little later because your kids are sleeping later. <laughs> Yes. I love that. (laughs) But it's a great time to explore an interest that you have. You know, for me, for example, I'm going to spend that time that I'm off in the Hamptons writing my book because it's really hard to find the time to sit down quietly and write. During the rush of the the normal school year. When I'm doing 75 other jobs, Mm -hmm. that's the time that I'm going to take for that. And I don't know, you like photography. I do. And I know that SMU offers a class and I'm going to enroll in it and I'm going to finally learn how to use that fancy camera that I have. Yeah. And the thing is, your kids aren't one. So you could go to your camp while they're at home and you're a block away. You're really close. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of sneak off and always sneak back in if something happens (laughs) or something comes up. That's true. That's true. Another thing that's really good, especially for moms that have younger kids, is going to the UP pool or the HP pool, whichever side you live on. It's a great place to meet other moms and to spend time with your friends and be able to talk while the kids are swimming and hang out there all day long. Can I ask a really dumb question? Where is the HP pool? (laughs) It's tucked away over by their courthouse. It's kind of tucked away in a wooded area. It's kind of hard to see from the street. Is it similar to the UP pool? Same idea? Same concept, yeah, but they look quite a bit different. Okay, Mm -hmm. which is better. (laughs) I don't think I should say. Okay. (laughs) Well, the UP pool just did a whole bunch of improvements. They've got better food. Thank God. Because remember, it used to be that angry man who would serve you like a a really bad hot dog and yell at you. And and the facility looks much better. And there's a shaded area. Yes. You know, because that was... They have an area for private parties, an indoor area, so you can stay cool and stay out of the sun if you want to have a birthday party there. That's great. And do they raise the price? Do you know? I don't think that they did. I think it stayed the same. That's great. And yeah, that's a great way to socialize, see the people you don't really get to chat with over the school year. And, you know, it's always important to have your kids with the neighborhood kids so that they're comfortable when they go back to school. Right. You know what else is fun to do? Go out and bike ride on the Katy Trail. Yeah, I love bike riding. And even when it's hot, you can always stop and have a little lunch and a cold beer. Yes. Uh, At the Katy Trail (laughs) Ice House. I love that place. No, No, you're right, because that makes me think about Another goal of mine this summer is to work out more uh-huh. because I will have that time You'll to have do more it. Time, sure. Yeah, and you don't get to do that during the year. You can try a new class. You can do something you've wanted to do but you never did mm-hmm. because right. you're just too busy and you've got such a schedule. Well, we talked a lot about museums and all the things that are down there by Clyde Warren Park. If you just keep biking on, you can bike down to those things, mm-hmm. incorporate your working out into your museum visits. Yeah. 
So it's really not that hard to have a fun and productive summer because it is about enjoying the process, but also doing something productive. And I think it's great to keep kids on a certain amount of a schedule, right? Yes. If they've got something they've got to do, the blog, writing their book report, <laughs> mm-hmm. and camp, whatever, it just gives them a certain amount of structure. Right. And it avoids the shell shock of getting back into the routine when yes. school does start if you mm-hmm. keep them on some type of a schedule during the summer. Which may be torture for them, but it's way more torture for us. <laughs> yeah, for it sure. It really is. When you're like, what happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, that's been our episode. And please, if you like the episode, please share it with friends. We'd really appreciate it. And also, text us at 313131 with the keyword bubble, B-U-B-B-L-E, so you can subscribe to our text messages, and you'll know as soon as our episodes come out. Thanks for listening. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. We'll catch you next week. Bye.